everybody, and welcome. Guess what, Zach? We have a name. <gasps> we have a name? We have a name for the podcast, finally. Is it Zach and Hunter? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it is called, But Is It Good? But Is It Good? The Podcast. My name is Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host, Zach Olson. Hey, we're, co- we're co-hosts. Well, you could have said, I'm your host, okay. Hunter Callahan. Well, whatever. We're Zach and Hunter. It's us. And we are going to talk about some movies, a lot of movies, and we're going to ask the definitive question, but is it good? But is it good <laughs> podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so welcome to episode six of... Six? Is it six? That's Wait, are... Are we counting BVS as two or what? I, I, I forgot. BVS is uh, episode <laughs> three. No, it's episode uh, two. Two and three? Two, part one, and episode two, part two. We got two dot We're going to have to do every episode saying, welcome to episode 102 or maybe 103. <laughs> That's for, what we're going to have to do on. forever. Yeah. <laughs> from now on. Welcome it's to episode gonna, six or maybe it's seven. It's going to get even more complicated when we get to... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, the Snyder Cut? The Snyder Cut, yeah, because it's a four-hour movie, so I'm sure that's going to be more than one episode. Two, two parts. Anyway, I'll let you finish uh, your intro because you were doing it. Okay, uh, we're going to cut that and in three. No, no, so, I believe in this. Just start over. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome to episode six of the But Is It Good podcast featuring but is my, it good? myself, Zach Olson, and my lovely, lovely guest, host. Guest? <laughs> We I'm not both, a guest, I'm a co-host. We both know this is my show. Okay. <laughs> so. Did you even say my name? My name is Hunter. You you can say your name. And I had a very trying day. <laughs> Hunter's had a rough day. and I, Yeah. Oh, wait, I have to add something to news real fast. Hold on. Okay, so we, we are going to go go cut this. No, we're not. I'm, I'm going to delete my audio file. Watch me. <laughs> Alright, cool Do you have the, the file pulled up? Can you see what I'm typing? Yeah <laughs> Doc Ock is in Pittuk <laughs> Yeah, alright Anyway, okay, cool So, here we go um, Welcome to episode 6 or 7 You already said that episode We have a lot six. to go over today we, 6, okay 6, all we right, are making okay. an executive decision 3, 2, um, 1 <laughs> No, this is Welcome. This is so gold. <laughs> Welcome to episode 6 of the But Is It Good podcast This is, uh, this episode is called Fish Boy Fish Boy uh, We have a lot to cover today, don't we? So we should get right into it Yeah, we're um, diving right in there Cool, so we actually have a, a decent bit of news that we can just breeze through real fast. Uh, the biggest news, which we'll probably spend the longest time on, is the Mortal Kombat trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm excited for this. Yeah. It looks dumb as hell sometimes, but I'm excited for this. It looks. What are your thoughts? It looks really cheesy, uh, but I'm going to love it regardless. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you like, care about the story? I mean, like, do you really care? No. You know what I'm saying? You don't play Mortal Kombat for the story. Have you ever played Mortal yeah. Kombat for the story? No. You're no, trying to I get. Haven't. You're trying to unlock all the fatalities, and you're trying to master your 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 combo so that your opponent can't even get a single punch in. You just like, like, do you remember when I used to be so good with Scorpion that I would just like throw you around the map and you? you yeah, you just go back and forth on each side of the map. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Which we see him doing that like Hellfire move for a second. Uh huh. 
Um, yeah. So I, I will say that it looks weird. The story, whatever. I think the story is based off of more of Mortal Kombat One because Sub Zero is a bad guy. Right. Um, this, uh, this this looks B, like it's going to be B like Han the first the first Mortal Kombat tournament. Is yeah. Uh, well, I don't think it's the first one, but because even in the first game, it's like they've okay. been doing it for like a thousand years or whatever. But yeah. True. Um, but uh, if Sub Zero is bad, it's it's the first first game. Yeah. Because later he becomes good because it's his brother. There's two Sub Zeros because the first one, and he's in the trailer, I think, becomes Noob Noob Cybot. Is the first yeah. Sub Zero? I, I don't know if you knew that. Well, I couldn't. And yeah, there's a I, I quick shot. That. The, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's a quick shot that 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 looks like Noob Cybot coming out of his like portal thing. We'll see. see. I thought that might have been smoke. Maybe could I be saw smoke. that because I saw some smoke. Yeah, because um, I actually I so I sent that picture to Chase, who's my older brother, and he said smoke. He said, "Oh, is that smoke?" I said, "I thought it was Noob." Yeah. But it could be smoke. Um, I think it looks like the storyline, whatever, but I think it looks good, like visually. Um, there was some, the, so I watched the Red Band trailer and there was, yeah, me too. there was some definite gore in there, which I mean, oh, yeah. you have to have that for a Mortal Kombat movie, right? So yeah, we see Jax get his arms ripped off by Sub-Zero, yeah. which is interesting. Yep. Um, we see Scorpion pre-Scorpion where he's like just a dude. He's a um, dude who can really use a, a knife on a chain really well a knife on a rope yeah yeah we hear the famous get over here line yeah um but there's one thing that i was bummed about well, well maybe we'll see there's a quick shot of what looks like reptile um it looks like he's dying, dying. yeah it looks like yeah he gets he's his done. heart ripped out <laughs> which sucks Already. because for those of you those of you don't know but reptile was like has been my favorite character um it's because he's green and i'm bummed be because he's green, <laughs> but I'm bummed because he looks like over the games he's become more and more lizard and less like cool green ninja. Well, his name is Reptile, which, which is what I know. But like, it's cooler to me when he's like a ninja based character, and then he, he like you, he becomes the lizard. It's like whoa, it's crazy. But is, is that what one, happens? Looks, <laughs> what does he get like genetically engineered to turn into a lizard like no 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 no. he's like a certain race that can disguise himself as human but in, oh, okay. in reality he's like a lizard man um so it makes sense the, that he's a lizard <laughs> well yeah but i'm saying so maybe he'll still show up as yeah. the green ninja and then become the lizard because yeah. i've never liked the like lizard version as as much but whatever man he's that's cool that, that he's even in there mm -hmm. but i'm excited for it i want to go see it chase wants to go see it for his birthday so we'll have to go oh sweet. do that yeah of course. Um, cool. Do you have any other comments on Mortal Kombat? Um, I'm, I'm, what's the name of the studio? Is it like Netherwind or whatever? Oh, like Nether, Netherworld? Netherworld. Netherworld Studios? Netherworld yeah. Studios. I know you're listening to this. Can y'all make a better game? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not like Mortal Kombat 11? Well, there's just so many characters missing. Like, I feel like you you need to add to the or, roster, yeah. not take away from well, the Well, they've roster. been adding, they've been adding, mm -hmm. but they haven't been adding the ones that, at least for me, that I like. You can't play as Reptile still. Right. You can't play as Ermac still. Isn't, isn't Reptile um, like one of the original? Like, wasn't he? Reptile in, was. He wasn't playable in Mortal Kombat One, but he was playable in Mortal Kombat Two. But he's he has the distinction of being the very first secret character in a game, ever. Yeah, and he's he, yeah. They're not putting him in there. Maybe it's maybe he is he's a secret even, character, and no one's 
figured out the secret. Well, no, he makes like a cameo in the storyline, and you can get a skin for a scorpion that's like a reptile skin, but you're still scorpion. That's dumb. It, yeah, right? Scorpion would never stoop to that level. Okay, we need to move on. Uh, what's next? <laughs> anyway, what's next in the news? Uh, the next one is something that, that, that I saw, which I was kind of like, okay, whatever. It's just... I'm trying to do more than just the like DC news. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw an article that said apparently uh, Ryan Johnson, who uh, did The Last Jedi, yeah. the most universally loved Star Wars movie ever. Oh. It's not divisive at all. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I, I, I like it. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. I know we're in the news yeah. segment here. Do you think that episode nine was less or more divisive than episode eight? Um, I think it was maybe equally as divisive, but in a different manner because people get like angry over episode eight I don't. and people are just like disappointed over episode nine, which I was disappointed episode nine. But one of the parts that I didn't like about, about episode nine is the random kiss at the end with Kylo Ren and Ray. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, sorry. Yeah. But apparently Ryan Johnson, who did episode eight, has confirmed that in his mind, at least for the story, Kylo and Ray's relationship was intended to be romantic. Then wh- which I don't I don't like at all. <laughs> like the whole time? Yeah. So he was like setting up like a romantic relationship for them. I personally don't like that choice. I don't I don't like that choice either. I think back to like <laughs> in episode eight where they like can see each other, like they just like project to yeah. each other and he's just wearing pants and they're like above his Yeah, like, but but like <laughs> they go up to like his chest yeah, or something they're, like they're, that. They're like almost touching his nipples and Yeah. I don't know, I don't like that. It's weird, you know, like I I we'll do Star Wars one day, but I wanted Kylo to become like the big bad, bad, bad mm-hmm. guy. Instead, mm-hmm. he got sidelined to like, oh, now he's got a new master and it's Palpatine. And then, just kidding, he's good, even though he's killed billions of people. Yeah. He's all of a sudden good and can be redeemed. Right. So I don't like that. It, I, it does feel like there was a lot of like buildup that just got like wasted <laughs> in episode yeah. nine when it's like, oh, Palpatine's like, back. Ah, oh, he's the puppet master. Whoa. Yeah. He's always been. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. Because of the dark side. It's like, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, Anyway, we can just that's real quick. I just I don't I don't love that choice. Um let's see. Did you hear that the Flash cast uh Supergirl for the DC uh, DCE DCEU. DC yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, and I did not hear this. She is Latina. So okay. Supergirl is usually like she looks like a Barbie. She's like blonde, blonde blue eyes, you know, but has Superman powers and they cast mm-hmm. I've I forget her name, but she's a Latina supergirl. I think it's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, I haven't really been hearing much about like what the reaction is, but I think it's cool that they're bringing in Supergirl for the, for the Flash film. You know, they got mm-hmm. they got Keaton's Batman, Affleck's Batman. Um, hopefully Henry Cavill, but and it, and it's actually like they they have a picture from like the set that they're actually filming it. It's real. It's finally happening. It's real. It's That's good. It's good. Um, <clears throat> Let's see the last the last bit of uh, like goofy news before we get into serious like a a deep question is um, I don't know if I want to r- reveal where we actually live Zach but uh, 
we we have said that we're based out of Atlanta, the Atlanta area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget his name, but the guy who plays Doctor Octopus um, in Spider Man Two. You mean Doc Ock? Doc Ock. I don't, I don't know his like the the actor's name. He's he's a famous actor. He's a great actor. He was spotted uh, in the town in which we currently live, uh, walking around the lake. Um, <gasps> what? So he's. I guess he's confirmed for Spider-Man Three, but I think it's pretty cool that like they're filming that um, at Tr- uh, Trilla Studios, which is not far from where we are. Do you mean um, Alfred Molina? Alfred Molina. I knew it was Molina, but I couldn't think of his first name. Uh, yes, he was. He was taking a stroll, and he was. Yeah, he's here filming. So wow. something's happening. I don't. They haven't confirmed like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire for the Spider-Verse movie, but right. We're getting some sort of crossovers because apparently Willem Dafoe is filming. <clears throat> but that's exciting. Willem Dafoe, everything some, everything that Willem Dafoe's Willem in, Dafoe. he does a good job. Yeah, there was somebody I saw a tweet that because just so everybody knows, me and Zach both used to do Uber Eats, <laughs> but there was somebody who tweeted saying like, "I I do Uber Eats in Atlanta and I just delivered to that Andrew Garfield guy," and so people <laughs> were like, "Oh, he's in Atlanta because he's filming Spider Man." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, who knows, man. I delivered um, to uh, a famous person. Wasn't it a basketball player, a Hawks player? Yeah, well, yeah, well, he's a, he's a, I don't know if he's still with the Nuggets. He's Paul Millsap. He's not the Hawks anymore. Paul Millsap. Ah, that's right. He went to the. He the, was a Hawk for a long time. Yeah, and then he went to the Nuggets, and I don't know if he's still there. So, but yeah, that was cool. Rates, those are the days. And my old roommate. <laughs> they weren't. Uh, my old roommate delivered to Matt Ryan a couple days before the oh, famous. Dope. Before the famous oh, collapse, no. it was like the week of the collapse. <laughs> no, twenty-eight to three. Yeah, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. So. Brady won Super Bowl again. How about that? Hey, my dad's yeah. real happy because um, he's a Bucks fan. I've, I'm, I'm sure he is. Okay, so last real quick question because we don't want to take too much more time with the news. No, this um, this is the episode. It's just a it's a news episode. Oh, it's just news. Yeah. It's, um, it's just news. So Martin Scorsese, the famed legendary director, um, Zach, you can look up the actual quote, but he says something along the lines of like <coughs> um, streaming services are hurting um, the art of cinema or something like that. And that instead of being held up as art, mm-hmm. they're just, you know, being labeled content and being thrown onto streaming platforms. Do you agree with him? I mean, um, yes. And I could have paraphrased a little bit, but yes and no. Um, I definitely think that uh, a lot of like the 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 age of like analytics and looking at uh, like what a certain population is looking for in a movie and just using those algorithms mm-hmm. to like determine what movies get created and stuff does take away from the art form. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think he because he is an artist. He's not like a he doesn't have like this committee that's like oh what movie should we make next? What will the people like? No, he's he's gonna put his art out there and people are going to enjoy it and it's his like vision and all this stuff and I, I don't feel like that's how the movie industry works uh, collectively at the same yeah. level there there is a lot of content <laughs> that's being released yeah. that I like <laughs> so true you know what I I'm mean I'm trying to find the actual quote real fast I'm looking it up I don't wanna... it says it's an essay that he wrote about Federico Fellini um, but I'm not seeing like the quote itself. So. Oh yeah, uh, this 
this says apparently he says talk to me about great films not content mm -hmm. that's one of the lines but so um what's interesting is that i find it a little ironic because you know he had the irishman wasn't that just on netflix yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't created it like it wasn't uh conceived from these algorithms and like it wasn't True. it so, wasn't created okay, as so content, it, it was created as a movie. Got you. And then it so was released is his on quote, Netflix. Is his quote more about the concept of like let's just make content for people versus the streaming platforms? Is that what the quote's more about? The, well, the, the, I mean, the whole essay? I'm not looking at the quote, but Knowing what I know about Scorsese, he's probably criticizing all of it, even though he's partaken in it to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, because I, I was gonna say I don't, I don't know if streaming services are necessarily like inherently bad. No, I, I do want cinemas to to thrive, especially you know during COVID, because as I'm sure you agree. I love the the th theatrical experience. I love mm -hmm. everything about it. I love seeing a movie on a big screen. I love just the whole um, the whole thing. But I also can still watch great films at my house on my TV. Right. You know, like we're gonna be watching Snyder Cut on HBO. Um, we I watched The Irishman, which is a, a great movie mm -hmm. on Netflix. So I think to that point, I don't think these services are. The evil because there's great stuff on there, um, but these. So talking about that, I do know that like all these shows on Netflix are being like funded and just like there's fun. Think about how many movies yeah. that Netflix is is pushing out this year alone. Oh yeah, um, that's true. And and Scorsese had trouble getting funding for The Irishman. It was I mean it was released yeah. on 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 Netflix, but like. It was hard for because it wasn't created by these algorithms and stuff. If if you want funding for your movies in today's day and age, you have to be able to back up with data <laughs> that it's mm -hmm. going to appeal to a certain yeah. population. You know what I mean? And I think that's yeah, like what he's what he's criticizing. It's it's content. It takes it's not, the soul out of it. Yeah. yeah, it's not art. It's it's content. I mean, it, it makes sense if you're going to put your money down on something. You want to know that it's going to be successful. But it's funny because that's, I feel like that's the way that these movies are being created and a lot of them aren't successful. There's something no, missing yeah. from them, right? So, I mean, I, yeah. I agree with his criticism, but then at the same time, stuff like Stranger Things, like, I, I love that. I, I, who doesn't yeah. love Stranger Things? You know, and that's, you could yeah. call that content. You know, think about how, also, many, like, how many 80s themed movies and shows have come out like after that was successful. And I mean, yeah. So. But also, like, how many, for every Stranger Things series, like, quality you have, how many duds do you have? A bunch. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely, like, dude, it's so, like, if me and Handsome to, 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 like, watch a movie yeah. at 8 o'clock, we have to, we have 20 minutes to pick a movie, or we'll just s get lost on Netflix for an hour, being like, well, there's, you know, there's so much. So there's I get lot. it to an extent. But, and, yeah, I mean, it's an ever-changing industry. But anyway... Moving along to the uh, um, uh, aqueous main, boy, main course, <laughs> aqueous boy. So, Zach, <clears throat> Aquaman. We are doing Aquaman today. Aqueous boy. And yes. Aquaman is a big, bombastic, ridiculous movie, for yeah. better or worse. Yeah. Okay. But 
this podcast asks a question. And would you like to tell the people what that question is? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, Aquaman is this over-the-top, really, like, lighthearted action movie with all this underwater fighting and all this stuff. You got all these critically acclaimed actors, uh, fucking Amber Heard, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> Jason Momoa. Uh, uh, am I missing? Um, Nicole Kidman makes a couple appearances. Patrick in this Wilson. Movie. Patrick yeah. Wilson. I mean, come on. But that's not the question. The question is, but is it good? But is it good? So let's, um, let's talk about that, shall we? We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, uh, I still, I keep forgetting to change the name on the notes. Justice Aquaman League. released, <laughs> <laughs> released December 21st, 2018, which was, now this was a big deal because it was the first release after the clusterfuck that was Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have James Wan stepping out of his Annabelle and uh, Conjuring horror universe to come and do some Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, Rupert Gregson Wilson. Music. I have some thoughts on the music of this movie. I liked we'll get to. 90% of the music and there was 10% that I did not like. So we can talk about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Don Bur- Burgess did the cinematography. So one thing that was that was a massive thing, and I, I, I made a note, is that this was the first billion-dollar movie in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about box office it's, earnings. You're not talking yeah. about the budget. <laughs> no, budget was like $200 million. Yeah, So yeah. it did great, Yeah, which is wild. If you would have said that Aquaman was, was going to be the first billion-dollar DC film since The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I would call bullshit. You would be like... In, when you had just had Man of Steel, you had Batman v Superman, and you right. had Justice League, and right. Wonder Woman not break a billion dollars. That's pretty crazy. But it has a, uh, it's not certified fresh, but it is a uh, 65% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I, mm-hmm. we'll get to that, but you know. Um, Zach, are you doing a movie a minute this week? Oh, is this, is it, you know is it, I am. Is it, is it your turn? <laughs> yeah. All right, I, movie in a minute. This, I'm excited too, because I think we are, we're six of six on doing this perfectly with absolutely no fuck ups. Like, we've been getting straight to a minute. It's been a great plot, so, yeah. It's been exactly a minute, and Every, we haven't had to start over at all. No, not at all. The first episode definitely didn't have at least three tries by me. No. No. Okay. So, <laughs> so do you want to uh, get a timer for me? All right. Yeah, I'm just going to go, and you just yell at me when I need to stop. So I don't think I even finished my notes on here, did I? I have it on, on, on my phone. All right, cool. Are you ready? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, so Nicole Kidman uh, washes up on the shore. She finds this lighthouse guy. They fall in love. They have a kid. The kid has powers. Oh, shit, fish people are in their house. They're shooting water beams. They're like, you must return to Atlanta. She just kills her people, and she goes back to save her child. I don't know why she killed them if she, if she planned on going back, but she did. Okay, so then we fast forward to modern time. There's these pirates, but they're like mecha pirates because they have like really cool technology. 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, so they, <laughs> the dad dies. The younger one becomes Black Manta. They're back on land, and Jason Momoa, is he decides to go to Atlantis. He goes to Atlantis, and, and his brother is like, you're not the king, I'm the king. And he's like, well, b- guess what, bitch? I'm going to fight you. So they fight. He kind of runs away. Uh, Volko. 10 Vol- seconds. <laughs> Volko trains him. They try to find the trident. He finds the trident. He rides a fucking 
uh, Leviathan thing, and he wins. One minute. There it is. <laughs> I didn't miss that a detail. Was 60 seconds. That I didn't, was 60 seconds. I didn't miss a single detail. And you just described detail. every scene of the movie without missing any details. <laughs> of course. Oh, brilliant. All right, there it uh, is. Okay. So now we have to answer the question, but is it good? Let's talk about that, shall we? Yeah, okay. So, um, Zach, I can't see your notes. Thank you for not putting them in the, in the they're, document. I appreciate they're in my that. Head. I can't read Be- your mind. Well, because I know, <laughs> but I was really excited to see your notes because you've never seen this. It's your first time watching this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here, I was me, really excited. Let me pull. You start talking. I'm going to pull up my notes. All right, cool. That I wrote. So we have the prologue. Um, so the first thing we see is uh, it's Jenga Fett, man. Jenga Fett or Boba Fett, depending on if you watched the prequels or you watched Mandalorian. Yeah. I forget his name, but one thing that I'll say, I'll get it out of the way. Um, they cast uh, like Pacific Islander uh, cultured and like um, descendant actors, mm-hmm. which I think is a really cool way to like, because Aquaman in the comic books is this blonde hair, blue eye, you know, all American pretty boy. But I think it's really cool that they incorporate island culture. Like Momoa has the the tattoo, sort of like yeah. uh, The Rock does, you know. And then right. he even incorporates different like dialects into his like fighting, into his chants. Sure. Um, and I think that they have I forgot his name, but the guy who plays Django and Boba in Star Wars is Arthur's dad, and he's mm-hmm. of the same like Filipino kind of style um, type descent. So I think that's really really cool. Um, Say what you want about the the DCEU, but even I mean they just cast a Latina Supergirl. They at least will take some risks, you know. Like I think that that's awesome. I don't think it should um, have to be a risk, but 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 uh, exactly exactly. But the risks need to be taken so that it's not a risk anymore, right? So exactly. Um, but anyway, so uh, we get the classic Aquaman origin where his dad is a lighthouse keeper, and then Queen At- Queen Atlanta um, yeah. jumps up. Uh, so I. I overall, I think the prologue's fine. I think Nicole Kidman is is she has some good moments. I think her fighting is badass. Her fighting um, is cool, but, but I, already like right from the there's get-go, some weird little moments. Well, <laughs> where, I'm not a fan of the costumes. Well, I'm not a fan of the costumes from the first minute of this. Oh, movie. really? Yeah, I think it's really. I think they're lame. Okay, so uh, it's hard. Wait, so whose costumes? Like hers or like the like warrior people? Well, or both? All all of them. To be oh, quite no. <laughs> honest, yeah, most of them. Uh, and so she, she washes up, and she literally acts like this like primitive beast woman who's never been like who's never seen a house before. Like I understand <laughs> that uh, she's not used to being on land, but like she would at least know like what a blanket is, wouldn't yeah. she? Like I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so th- yeah, there, there's some weird moments. And they, they one of mine for me was like she ate the fish. Yes, I was like that's. She ate a goldfish, and he wasn't even yeah. phased by it. He was like, "Just please don't <laughs> eat my dog, right?" Yeah, which I guess you have to think like they have to eat at some like somehow in Atlantis, but it just mm-hmm. seems odd that the people who live in the ocean would eat the, fish. Yeah, fish, <laughs> and like raw, like she just ate him. He was alive. Yeah. Well, how are you going to cook underwater? I guess you could go to the Ring of Fire and, like, boil it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but overall, like, I like that we get the exposition of, like, the story of Atlantis mm-hmm. when she's, like, telling Arthur. That seems a little... It's not, like, some forced, here's what's happening in the movie. Yeah. Um, 
I thought it was a little weird when she's holding her newborn baby and they're not like, oh my God, he's so cute. She says, he's living proof that our people can coexist. And I'm like, who? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, but one thing that, 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 so this movie for me, the dialogue can be cringy at times, but mm-hmm. even from the get go, um, the action I think is really cool. He does a lot of like tracking shots like long, like long takes of yeah. the action. So the the first fight scene, like in the house, it tracks behind her, like as she's like kicking yeah. ass. And yeah, and, and I thought it was dope. She does at one point. She goes, uh, "My weapon." And it's, like the way she <laughs> says "weapon" is kind of weird. And I'm like, "What are you doing, Nicole Kidman?" My weapon. But uh, the the fight itself was really cool. Uh, the fish people with their like tech suits, I. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I it's it's like we're five or ten minutes in the movie, and I'm thinking, what am I watching? Like, what is oh, what is no. going on? Yeah. Um, I see your note says it is strange, interesting new tech, and I'm literally thinking, yeah, well, like, what the fuck is that? Like, well, it's just interesting because the 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 Atlantis we see in Justice League, which mm-hmm. we I guess we kind of learn later that there's parts of Atlantis that are like ruined. Yeah. Um, we don't like it's just a giant leap from like here's these soldiers in, like, classic armor to, like, here's right. these guys in Tron-esque, yeah, like, it was, super suits. It was I, Tron I had a lot of Tron suits. vibes in this movie. Absolutely. And, and I mean that in, like, a good way and a bad way, too. Um, but, you know, like, the fight scene is great. Mm-hmm. The tech is, it's a little bulky. It's kind of <laughs> weird. But, like, I just thought it's like, all right, this is okay, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's interesting how they blend, like, trident, you know, fighting with, like, plasma beams you know like it's weird it's just i don't know it's weird yeah. to me and i and i have to say i don't understand first of all how in uh the last movie they had to be in a bubble to talk uh yeah so but in this movie they're, they're speaking underwater it's that's in, yeah that's that was something that was kind of strange but that was also like i don't know that was Zack snyder's portrayal of it right um and mira Based on this film, Mira is the only one who has the ability to like manipulate water like that. Yeah, which maybe that's how isn't she really did explained. It. Like, but you know, whatever. yeah, and it's like maybe it's like that's she's making like a privacy bubble. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I second, have another comment about about go on. Second, they're in old Atlantis in in Justice League, right? Like mm-hmm. like Jason Momoa goes there, but then when he goes to Atlantis the first time. Right? I was literally just about to say my other comment, and I have it somewhere, is I was like, but wait, doesn't he, how does he know how to go? Because right. in Justice League, he's like, oh, Steppenwolf is going to Atlantis, let me go save him. Right. But then in this movie, he's it's his quote-unquote first time there. And, and I'm like, wait a second, and we you know went that, to the mother box. Right, exactly. And we know that this movie takes place after Justice League because cause, uh, Mira comes in and says something, and yeah, like you, you stopped uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, but also then, then he says, "I never even got your name," and it's like you talked to her, mm-hmm. like you knew who she was. Right. <laughs> like, what is this? I don't know. And also, and also in Justice League, there Little was things. he seemed r- resentful to his mom, mm-hmm. where he was like, "She left me and didn't care," and in this one, he's like, "Atlantis killed her." So there are some inconsistencies. That's not a huge deal, but I remember thinking that, like, wait a second, how does he? even know where to go in Justice League then. Yeah. But anyway, um, then we kind of skip ahead to where he's a kid, 
And look, I like, I like, I like the whole scene when he's a kid because I no. think it's kind of a, it's it's very meta where, where no. you know Aquaman is a joke where because he, he uh. talks to fish and then like they're like oh look he's talking to fish but the way that this kid says his name has bugged me since day one. <laughs> he's like Arthur and it's like his name is Arthur. I mean, are they in Britain? Like Arthur? Yeah. You know, like, I was right. like. Whatever. Why are you saying, oh, no, did you not like it? Uh, this, this was the cheesiest scene. First of all, <laughs> did they film that at the Atlanta Aquarium? Because it looked like the... It, it looked like it. It did look like it. I don't it, know yeah. if they did. That, we like, should, maybe You know what would be cool, Hunter? If oh we looked God, stuff like this up before the episode. So <laughs> before? We could, because it does look like the last room of the aquarium. Yeah. Where, like, the, the whale shark and stuff is. Right. The big... Anyway, go on. The big room. It was so lame. Why is this? He's <laughs> <laughs> just like holding up his hand and all these fish. And, and the shark is like trying to kill himself for this little boy. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like literally just like slamming his, slamming his head into the that. glass. And the glass is breaking. I don't know. Yeah. So so this movie to me, a lot of it is very on the nose. But mm-hmm. I, I like how, because like in the, in the like cartoons back in the day, he yeah. would like have the little... The sound waves like, and they like he'd be talking to fish. Yeah. So I think it's a clever way to like incorporate that visual where like the pulse waves kind of go out. So here's the. But just for some reason, the way that he says his name drives me crazy. <laughs> Maybe here's the gap for me. All right, and and keep in mind that this movie gets a lot better as it goes on, but I think it took me a while to get into it because just the idea <laughs> of like this kind of superpower and like this kind of society with like their Tron shit is just ridiculous to me. <laughs> yeah. In well, a way that for whatever so, reason, a yeah. guy in a, a, a guy in a Cape makes sense. <laughs> this does not <laughs> to me. Um, so, but to your point, this film gets better when it leans more into the ridiculousness of the, of the whole concept. Sure. Um, but moving on, do you like, let's just, I'll try and not take too long on all these things, but do you like black Manta's origin? <laughs> And do you like Black Manta? Because Black Manta is also another comic book character where, like, he he's he's easy to make fun of. He's got a football helmet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so it, it gets better as it goes on, but we're not there yet. Uh, this this, <laughs> this scene is so dramatic. It is so oh, incredibly God. dramatic for characters that we met like 30 seconds ago, and his dad's like stuck underneath the thing. He's like, "Oh, help me!" And it's like, should we care about this character? Like, what's what's happening here? Like, y'all are pirates. Why do you think yeah. he's gonna help you? He was lit- he literally came here to kill y'all. Like I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Let's let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I I think it's cool to make him like a modern day pirate. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this scene is such a crazy. It's like it's like a roller coaster. Where like yeah. Um, I forget his name, but the, the guy who plays Black Black Manta also played Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen HBO series. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. Um. When he was first and taking I, off his helmet, I thought it was Kevin Hart, and it's not Kevin Hart. <laughs> so I think overall Manta is pretty cool in this movie. I think he looks great. Yeah. But there's a few few things where I was like, like I put it's a weird time to tell the story about his dagger, but okay. Like they're like in the middle of like a siege, <laughs> yeah. like a heist. He's like, he's like, this dagger was your was your grandfather's. I was like, this is mm-hmm. not the time to tell this story. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Don't y'all have shit um, to do? Like <laughs> Yeah, like you're you're, you're currently committing like federal crimes what mm-hmm. do you why'd you stop and tell the story mm-hmm. um but there's just so many like when aquaman 
like I think it's cool to finally see his powers. Like he comes flying up and you know bust. He raises the submarine or whatever. Again, the action um, is good. Like him. Yeah. Like busting in and he's like permission to come aboard and then like yeah like so cheesy man. He's he's uh impervious to bullets, right? Dude, like I remember watching this in theaters. I was like, he got shot in, in the, the face. face at point blank, and it's yeah. just like I'm fine. And then later so, on, he gets hit with like the grenade launcher or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and he, <laughs> he says like, "Ow." ow. <laughs> so, but I think like that's cool, and I think yeah. it's cool that only like Atlantean tech can like harm him, which mm-hmm. makes Mansa later makes him a good villain. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's just such a like he's such an arrogant dude, but like in almost an endearing way. Like he's just like like when he slams that door like. Mm-hmm. Up against somebody and like, so I think it's it's brute and he's definitely like a big he's like a brute, you know, like muscle guy, right? Um, which I think works for him. Uh, I just thought this. But I think this sequence was cheesy. Like it, it just yeah. I, I wasn't invested in these characters and it was like a really dramatic <laughs> cheesy scene for me. Yeah, it was definitely know? cheesy. But I I like little things like when um when Black Manta he's like um. I've heard about you. He's like, you're the Aquaman. And so I, I like mm-hmm. how DC, it's, it's cheesy, but I like how DC like leans into like, they're like these legends where it's like, you're the Aquaman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I like that his, his choice to let his father die comes back to haunt him. Mm-hmm. And he even says like, I'm, I made a mistake and now I have an enemy. Yeah. So I like that, that there's a consequence to that, you know? That is cool. Um, <laughs> It was just, it was a bit much at the beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't and, invested and in these characters at all, and it felt like the last scene of a movie, you know? <laughs> it's interesting because sometimes the whole hero creates the villain cycle can mm-hmm. be played out. Like, you know, in the 89 Batman, Batman creates Joker. Hell, yeah. in the in, in, in Walking Phoenix's Joker, Joker creates Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and... I think even Vision in like Age of Ultron says like um in the years since Iron Man showed up the number of you know superpowered threats have have increased he's like our own existence invites challenge. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that's a classic, you know, it's kind of safe. This movie's very safe in, you know, in my opinion, but it's a safe way to be like and it ties him because Manta is his joker sort of, like it ties them together. So I think that's yeah. that's fine. But also, um, if you think about it, not only did he make an enemy in in Black Manta, um, but he also sort of like because he didn't just either kill Black Manta or like take Black Manta into the authorities or something. I don't know what he would have done, but because he let Black Manta go, Black Manta took that submarine and sort of like spurred on the yeah the bigger conflict, mm. right? Yeah. So we learn later that he's in cahoots with uh, King Orm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I th- I thought was a nice little twist. I didn't expect that, frankly. I thought Manta was just like sort of the side, vi- like okay, here's how he kind of comes to be. But I like how they he was like all up in it too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but anyway, so we get back on land, and I think his chemistry w- with his dad is really well done. Like yeah. he gives him like a like a cultural greeting. Like again, I love the sprinkled in. Like I'm not, I don't know e- exactly what. Um, ethnicity and culture like he's from but like the island uh kind of tidbits i think that that's that's super cool the whole bar scene though where you know like the guys are like hey man you're that fish man mm-hmm. like that's when i realized what kind of movie that this was going to be and i was like okay all right 
yeah. That's fine, I guess. Here I am. You I'm know? sitting. I'm sitting on my couch, <sighs> thinking that this is another one of those like Justice League skinhead moments, you know, where like the <laughs> and like, the like mega horde guy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and next thing you know, he's pulling out this pink phone that's like bedazzled and all this stuff. He's like, "Can we get a picture?" Yeah. <laughs> so that was that. And he was I, like, "He's like, don't touch me." <laughs> yeah, I started to lean into it a little bit there. Yeah, um, I mean, it's much easier to be like, "Okay, this is what what, what we're gonna." If he's gonna be this like bro, that's fine. I will say this is my first uh, point in support of the music. They use Greta Van Fleet. Um, there, you didn't like it. I love Greta Van Fleet. Speaking of content uh, and not art, we've got uh, a Van ha- or a Led Zeppelin clone. Led Zeppelin copy. <laughs> yeah, uh, making the music for they, our, our films. They they are look. We'll have to do a music podcast later. But I I have a love hate relationship with Greta Van Fleet. But they're I mean it's it's good. It's not it's not new. I will not in any way argue that that it's new or innovative. Yeah. But this is also not what this podcast is about, so moving on. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so we get to Atlantis, um, and my my brief reprieve of like, oh, maybe I could lean into this movie is completely shattered because all of the like <laughs> underwater movement it it just takes a while to get into, man. It's just ridiculous. They're coming in on their seahorses and their fucking giant like I don't know eels or whatever they're riding on. They're, they're like prehistoric like. Yeah. Sea dinosaurs, or yeah, whatever. where'd those come from? Where are those in the ocean, I dude? <laughs> um, and they're like, and their seahorses are like sea dragons, but it's just like with no with no warning. Uh, Willem Dafoe's like swimming around in circles, or it's not Willem Dafoe, it's 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 I think it's Patrick Wilson swimming around in circles, yeah, pointing, at, pointing at the statues, and it's just like he's just like swimming, and 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 I'm just I, I can't get into it, like it's just. <laughs> I really? <laughs> I was just laughing while watching this scene. The, the underwater it, stuff, I knew it was going to be tricky. That's why I didn't originally go see this movie. And it, it, it just took me a minute. It took me a minute. How do you like, how do you like, well, I guess we're, we're not there yet, but how do you like, because you have to imagine how much work went into it, because how yeah. do you like the hair? Because uh, if you'll notice, a lot of Atlanteans have their hair pinned mm-hmm. for that exact reason. But like, I mean, I think overall, when you consider what it is, it looks good. Yeah. It does take a minute because it was obviously filmed not underwater, so it has right. to make you know. So it's well, it's interesting. It's but a it's a good product. It, it, yeah. the The idea of this movie is jarring to me. I'm not. This is nothing against okay. the actors or or the the job that that James Wan has done with this movie. The idea of this movie is jarring to me, and it takes me a, a while to 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 get into it. The hair is really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it genuinely is. I mean, you have to imagine how much work that that really yeah. had to have been. Yeah. So um, so not to take anything away from from the work that went into this movie, I'm not fully invested yet. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I I think it's inter- so it's interesting. Here we learn um, that that Atlantis is not even really just Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Like the kingdom of Atlantis is now seven kingdoms, right? The seven he, seas. He gives a very, he gives a very brief um, overview, which I, I like that we when we first see them in Atlantis, they're in like a ruined part of Atlantis, so it's mm-hmm. not as jarring from Justice League, which because later it's very different. Mm-hmm. But we learn here that we have we have we have Atlantis, which is the main like vessel. Yeah. We have um, Zebel, 
which is where Mira Mira's from, and her dad is the king, or whatever. He's I forget it. He's like the dad dude from the Rocky, hair. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have uh, the Brine Kingdom, which we see later because they're like crab people. Yeah, like right at the end. Right. We have the fishermen, which are like the fish mermaid people, which we see later. Mm-hmm. We have the trench. Yeah. We have the deserters, which is the desert, which I think is it's interesting. We'll get to that later. They're all and then dead, we have the right? lost kingdom. Yeah, so the deserters are all dead. And then we have, and the trench, they consider them dead because they're just monsters. Right. And then we have the lost kingdom, which is where Atlanta is later. So that's interesting to find out that the kingdom of Atlantis is actually se- so it's seven parts and they need four kingdoms to mm-hmm. wage war, right? Yeah. So we 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 learn his plan. Um and it's interesting <clears throat> um I don't know I I I think it's cool to see him fight like he takes out a submarine with his trident. That's, you know, kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I think this scene's fine. It doesn't There's one part I I think I I uh yeah, I made, made note of it. So in the comic books, Orm becomes the villain Ocean Master. This was I also realized, like a really lame thing for me. <laughs> I realized that literally the music, I was like, they really did that. Yeah. Where he was like, he Ocean was like, Master. I need the, yeah, it was like, I need the, at least four kingdoms to be uh, claim, crowned Ocean Master. And then it goes, dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. It, it literally did. I was like, did. wow. They really did that. That was an eye roll for me. And again, I haven't read the comic, so I didn't know Ocean Master was a thing. You know, some some white guy yeah. wrote a comic and, and called it the Ocean Master, <laughs> like, back in the day. It, to me, watching this movie, I'm like, did they really call it the Ocean Master? Like, is that what they, is that what they went with? <laughs> but, but I just thought that was so, like, on the nose. Like, it goes, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, but I still think, like, one little note... That he made is I like how uh, I forget his name, but the king of Zebel is like there's there's legends or whatever that that there's another uh, king Nereus like on yeah yeah king Nereus says like there's another on the land. Um, so again, like I think it's cool that even in Atlantis they know of the Aquaman. Yeah. Um, but overall, yeah. like this seems fine. But the dun dun dun, I was like, bro, come on, man, like mm-hmm. that's just. Oh, anyway. Okay, so mm-hmm. after after Atlantis, uh, Mira <sighs> comes in and she's like, "Hey, come help us! Like your, your yeah. brother's a butthole." So this that was interesting to me is because like we, I don't know, we sort of already talked about it, but we, we realize that he doesn't know Mira, right? Even and though so he, that even makes, though he does, right? <laughs> yeah, it does make the it does make Justice League a little odd looking back because like mm-hmm. because she's like, "Well, well, well, look who's here," and he's like, "F all you guys." My mom left me. I don't want to be here. And it's just yeah. like, well, then wait a second. So that's a little strange. But the only connection we have, because at this point, people were like, the DCEU is going to be dead because Justice League was trash. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're not going to be very connected. So the only connection we have to the previous films is she says, you helped, you stopped Steppenwolf and saved Atlantis. Yeah. That's already like proof that you're king, whatever. So that's the only reference we get, which is fine, yeah. you know. But I thought that was interesting. That's the only thing. Um, that's it. What happens here? So we kind of, we learned that Manta's work. Sorry, I just cut you off. What were you going to say? I just said, that's it. Yeah. We learned that Manta's working with King Orm. Um, mm-hmm. and that King Orm is like planting these seeds, which is whatever we all know. Um, I'll say, I think I like how the wave, that giant wave is done. Yeah. It looks I think, it, I think it's done like really well. I think it's a really interesting, um, I think it's cool to show that that's how Atlantis can attack. 
Yeah, I, I, I they don't, don't even have to like be there. I don't understand why like a dolphin didn't stick his head up out of the water and be like, "Hey, Jason Momoa, there's a wave coming. Uh, hurry up!" Uh, but you know, wait, wait, what? <laughs> like who? Because he who? can he can talk to fish, right? So so yeah. So well, hold on. You you, you forget that in Justice League, he says the water does the talking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is is that a is that a Joss Whedon line or I don't know, but we also see that he he can sort of talk to him, mm-hmm. like when he does the whale and stuff. He straight up talks to the Karathan or whatever the giant monster is. But then we see when he gets Atlan's trident, we go in like his brain and it like connects him to like all the creatures, including the and then the the beast people. Yeah. So even so I think it's not until then he can really like control or like really communicate with them all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that was my take on it. Okay. But I like that whole sequence is cool. Like I think um we see Mira like really using her powers, which is which is cool. She has I think it's interesting, um where it's like same sort of as Wonder Woman, where it's like, so how strong are Atlanteans? Is Mira like another superhuman? Mm-hmm. We get that Arthur is like Atlantean and human, so he's a little different. So it is kind of unclear as to like, like could you shoot King Orm in the face and he'd be fine? Yeah. You know? Yeah, like are um, they all super-powered? Where do, how does Mira know how to manipulate water and no one else does? Like what, what's going on there? Yeah, so that's, you know, that's never really explained, but whatever. I mean, that's fine. Um, then we get the the little tease of like Doctor Shin, which is he's just sort of a, I think he's more of a sequel thing. But he was, there's somebody saying like there's an there's Atlantis, and they're like you're fucking crazy, man. Like you're you're nuts. See, for me, that was another uh, crazy woman on the news scene. I was like, <laughs> yeah, which you know I, mean, I mean, it's it's it fits more in this movie than it does in Justice League. But yeah. but yeah, it was just sort of like, which we learned later that it's set up in the post credit scenes that, that he's like helping Manta or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but what do you think of uh, of uh, Willem Dafoe's Volko? I, I, I mean, I didn't know much about this movie. So I wasn't, even though I watched this movie like three years after it re- released, um, two and a half years, whatever, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I thought he did a really good job because he does a really good job in everything that in he does. Much everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there were cool little transitions uh, from when, like, when he was training him as, like, a kid and then a teenager. Yeah. And then, like, him as an adult and stuff like that. Um, he, he's also, like, a metahuman or something because he can do the water spinny thing on land. True. So... Yeah, so that back back to my point. So like all of them can swim that fast. Yeah. I just I think my my interest like my confusion is like the the strength. Like are they all as strong as Aquaman? Because I don't think so. Well, Orm. But I mean Orm, Orm is pretty Orm strong. holds his own. Yeah. Yeah, Orm holds his own against them. So I don't know. <clears throat> but, but Orm like is how... also the daughter of it or the son of uh, Atlanta. <clears throat> Atlanta. True. I don't think there's a <laughs> T in it. He's the son of the city of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's cool. I I think you know I, this is random, but I saw I heard an article like when it first came out where it was like in the sequel they should like where did the the kingdom of the uh, deserters go? Because I think they actually say it the uh, deserters, not like deserters or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like, they should make like Atlanta be one of the kingdoms. And I was like, yeah, that'd be tight. <laughs> I think that'd be dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think in real, realistically, that'd be really stupid. But I'd be like, hey, look, it's, it's us. Atlanta. <laughs> it's us. Whoa. Um, anyway, yeah. So I think the, the training scene is cool. Um, I like, so we, we learned in just a minute that, that the city of Atlantis mm-hmm. is like bright. It's neon, all that stuff. Yeah. But I think it's cool that it's because their eyes adjust underwater. That was that that's how they that that that's that like that's how they see it. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, why do they make everything so bright? They would be found. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's would, a giant We would see that. Just <laughs> follow the bright lights. But in reality it's not. But that's their eyes are so adjusted to 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 the dark that they can see it that way. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's kind of cool, and, and that's why his eyes are yellow. I liked his eyes better in Justice League when they're like that green color. But whatever, I mean, I think it's cool. Well, hold on, they were green at the beginning, and they didn't turn yellow until he got the trident, right? Really? Yeah, the movie I watched. I don't remember. The movie okay. I watched. Well, they were, cool. yeah, they were green, go. and then they turned yellow. So it's it's consistent. So when he across films. when he becomes Ocean Master is when they become yellow. Is that what you're saying? Well, when I mean, he wasn't Ocean Master yet, not until he got all four armies behind him. But oh yeah, when he uh, took over, when he got the trident from the dead king that had just been holding on to it for a long time, and his giant fish friend yeah. was just like staying down there. Julie Andrews, man, it's Julie Andrews. It's crazy. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins. I love yeah. the fact that this movie came out when Mary Poppins did the like mm-hmm. second Mary Poppins sequel. Yeah, and they tried to get her to do a cameo. And she apparently said no, but she said yes to being a giant monster in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I love it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so then we uh, Mira takes him to Atlantis. So like I, one little note that I made, the humor that I don't like that I think is dumb is when like like they're in that the the like garbage or whatever in the ocean, and he makes a joke about like you're gonna it's gonna like your ship smells like fish food or whatever and. She makes a joke about how, like, that would be an improvement because you stink. And he's like, oh, yep, I do. I'm like, that's, we don't need that. That's dumb. Like, I don't like that kind of humor, personally. You know what I mean? Okay. Is it because you stink and you're self-conscious about it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we can work on that uh, on our therapy podcast, which is going to be... Just, it, just hits too, it just hits too close to home for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's show. No, that. but like I just I don't know. It's kind of like all right, whatever. He's big and strong and stupid. Is that what we're doing with this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, well, I mean that is but, what they're doing with this because they show him being big and strong, and then they call him like an imbecile or whatever. Yeah, like multiple um, times. You know, so I just I just didn't love that. They that, are absolutely that, doing the big, those moments, the big, strong, and stupid thing. That's what they're going for. <laughs> um. I think though when she went over that ridge and like he saw the bridge to Atlantis, mm-hmm. dude, I don't know about you, but like I was like, this is Tron. This is like even the music. It was electronic the music and yeah, yeah, and the lights. I was like, this is like Tron Legacy, man. Yeah, which I like that movie. So heck yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were in Atlantis. Like I thought Atlantis would have like fish people music, you know. What is fish people music? I don't what know. What is fish people music? But I didn't think it was going to be. It's, 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 it's an octopus playing bongo drums. I mean, that, that was my favorite part of the movie was the octopus. Dude, the octopus, playing. I don't know its name, but he's from the comics. Like, he's like a character in the comic books. Is he really? 
Yeah, he really is. I that's, don't know his name, but there's genuinely all, like a character. Does in the he comics. play the the drums in the <clears throat> comics? He does a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um. So they get there anyway, and they find this little boat that they can. They don't have to be underwater, like in the boat. Is that Mira, like doing that? Was yeah. It, so it's like so. Um, they go to Landis and it's like super cool and I, I think it looks good overall. I think it's cool. Um, but it's super high tech and everything. But they don't but go there. They go, they go down. Yeah, they go to like <laughs> old Atlantis mm-hmm. um, and I, she says something where it's like it's like only the high, I don't think she says high class, but like only the... Highborn or, you know. Yeah, like highborns can breathe, breathe air. Yeah. Um, so I think her little bubbles or whatever, it like almost like another layer of protection for them. Well, that's what she says. I'm um, wondering how she, so she did it though. That's, that's my question. Yeah. Maybe it's like some sort of charm that she does where it's like on okay. this area. They've, so it's like that, but, but I, th- this is where I kind of realized I was like, if, if old Atlantis is in Atlantis, how did Arthur know where to go to get the, the mother box? Mm-hmm. So there are some weird kind of potholes, but whatever. Um, and then we learn that his trident is not the trident, which is interesting because people, when he was first shown <clears throat> for Justice League, people were like, wait a second, he has a trident. In this one, he has a quindent or whatever, the five-pronged one. Mm-hmm. So, so they were, it's another thing where they were like, Zack Snyder got it wrong. He doesn't understand these characters because he doesn't have a trident. And it's like, eh, well, shut up. Maybe maybe if you had held you know, on. <laughs> if you had just finished the story. <laughs> this is Queen Atlanta's Quindent. Quindent? Yeah. Quindent, I think. Um, so we we learn um, what the MacGuffin of this movie is, and it is King Atlan's Trident. Yeah. Uh, did you like the flashbacks where it yeah. showed like Atlantis when they were like above ground or whatever? It was kind of weird seeing the giant like um, uh, at, at or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they have like weird like steampunk machines yeah. where it's like this weird like super stylized like yeah. walkers and I was like, okay, all right. That was that, <laughs> that was that was odd to me. And the giant floating, <clears throat> it did feel very steampunk, like the giant airships yeah. and stuff. And yeah, when was that in history? They said something like, I don't know, I I can't remember, but I made a little note where I was like, is this the Atlantis from like that helped fight Steppenwolf or whatever mm-hmm. from the previous flashbacks because right. King Atlan was alive then he's yeah. shown and he's he's even in the Snyder Cut trailer where it shows him like fighting parademons right so so it has to did, be back yeah, then like, when did because, this happen because yeah. in that flashback that's when he like puts the the trident in the thing trying to do something they don't really explain what he's trying to do but it's something power yeah. greedy and it blows up and now they're underwater and oh they can breathe underwater now <laughs> yeah and they somehow <laughs> adapt or whatever so that's weird, but and, I think it's and some of how, them stay human, and others become yeah, crabs. Like some of them, like I wish that that they well. Apparently, there's an animated feature coming to HBO Max. I don't know when about the trench. Okay. Um, because I think that's an interesting idea to be like, well, why did some of them develop the ability to breathe underwater and have like superhuman powers, mm-hmm. and some of them turned into fish people, right? Some of them turned into crabs. Some of them became like creatures of the abyss you know so yeah i don't know um but here we find out that uh he can indeed be harmed by by like atlantean steel he gets like you know hurt or whatever Mm -hmm. um i made a little note of too many one-liners i don't even know what he said but there's a lot of one-liners in this movie 
And they're bad. Zach, uh, at the beginning, am I, am I boring you? No, you're not. You're not boring <laughs> me. At the beginning, the one-liners are cheesy. Uh, I think near the end, the one-liners get better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, are they better at this point, or no? No. No. <laughs> also, so in in your range of emotion in this film, where are you now? Are you like, all right, let's do this, or are you like, what? What the hell is this? I think it was during the battle between Orm and Arthur that I started the to... The Ring of Fire? Yeah, at the Ring of Fire. That's when it started to like pick up for me. And I mean, okay. that fight was, was pretty uh, cool, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it's pretty back and forth. But then like once they get up on that statue or whatever, right, um, it's obvious that Orm is like overpowering him. He's just blocking his blows, mm. basically. And it's like, how long can he keep this up? Oh, wait, the trident. His mom's quindent is now broken in half, you know? Yeah. Um, and and then uh, what's her face comes and she's like hop in let's Mira. go yeah Mira but see that's that's even I know that we we skipped one little scene that I want to talk about but okay sorry that part where no it's fine where she comes and gets him that's also Tron yeah remember like in Tron Legacy where he's like on he's he's like on the grid and then I think it's Olivia Wilde who plays her comes and like saves yep. him yep I remember I was like this is just like Tron anyway uh yeah so right before the Ring of Fire um. I, I gotta say, like, as, I think, I know that it's very stylized and it's ridiculous, but like, I think the overall set designs of Atlantis, like his throne room, like Orm's throne room, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I think it's really, it's definitely epic. Like the scale of this film is huge. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's just like I would have. It's just like with Snyder Cut. Like it can be terrible, but he's going for it. You can tell. Mm-hmm. This film is massive. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. And one little, one little tidbit. I know that you don't really care about the Aquaman comics, and I haven't read a ton of them. But in this in this scene, Orm is in like the yellow orange top with the green bottoms, and he has blonde hair. Yeah. This is the comic book Aquaman. He's like purposely, like I think Juan even said, he was purposely like designed to look like the stereotype Aquaman, mm-hmm. which I thought is really clever. Um, but overall, like you know. Um, and he makes his point about which he has sort of a like a Thanos uh, motivation of like they've dumped trash in my in, in my home for years. Um, uh, I also was, think Patrick Wilson plays a, a pompous ass so well. Yeah, he he does a really good job <clears throat> as a pompous ass. But the whole like <laughs> save the oceans thing, I was like, okay, I, I I agree with you, but like it was it was really predictable that that was going to be like the motive for for Orm. Yeah, um, yeah, to me. They're, yeah, they're putting I mean, trash you know. in our oceans, and, and they they have bombs. We should fight them, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, um, fair enough. But like, I think his his language of you know where he's such a like manipulative douche, where he's like, "Are you invoking the challenge of the kings?" Mm-hmm. Which you know what he's doing. Like he's like, yeah. "I I want you," and he's like, and I think Arthur says like, "I just call it an ass whooping," and it's like, "All right, calm down." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so. Like you were talking about, the Ring of Fire. I like the Ring of Fire. I think it's it's a yeah. really cool sequence. Yeah, uh, I mean we already um, <laughs> we already kind of discussed it, right? <laughs> yeah, I will say one of the 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 only lines, like one of the funny little jokes, where I was like, that was done well, is when he's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh, he he's he's in over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think one little quirk, like qualm that that I have is, dude, I don't like when Orm yells. 
Is that just me? Oh, when he does the <laughs> thing, he's like spinning around, yeah, he, yelling at the crowd. He does it like three times, and he's like, Rise, Atlantis. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, bro, it's, please. Yeah. <laughs> that much. So, um, but, but yeah. We're not supposed to like him, so they did a good job. True. See? True. Overall, though, great fight. I think it's cool. Um, we get the the, the the octopus playing the drums. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a... It, it, it's a good fight. Um, I, I like, you know, how they can, like, when it comes to, like, he's flying towards the lava and can just stop, you know, this shows, like, a mastery of the ocean. So I think that's cool. I, I like it. Cool. And then, Great. And then we hear, we hear Pitbull. <laughs> oh, God. You know, you know that I don't like Pitbull at all, right? I don't like Pitbull either. <laughs> I don't like Pitbull. And so when Pitbull came on singing Africa by Toto, right? Yeah, like... Like, come on. I don't know. Pitbull's got a really cool story, but I just don't care for his music, man. This was the other... And it just took me out of it. This was the other 5% that I didn't like. Remember I said there was 10%? I didn't like the Greta Van Fleet, and I didn't like the Pitbull. And and the rest I, was fine. I liked the score of this movie. Sure. Yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. like the music choices as much. Right. So Pitbull... Even the, like, end credits is this like beautiful ballad and I was like this mm-hmm. is a beautiful song but like well, this doesn't make any sense it doesn't fit mm-hmm. so they, they <clears> go <throat> they go skydiving without parachutes but since they're Atlanteans <laughs> they're perfectly fine right yeah okay yeah so that's another thing where I was like she just jumped out of a plane like yeah. I guess she has superhuman strength too yeah which I guess in the comic books she she is just as powerful as him I guess yeah Um. anyway yeah so I think, I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, we see Volko is being, he's playing both sides. I think his part's great, but nothing really happens. Um, that's kind of all we do. Oh, wait. Uh, Manta gets his suit. That That's the big part of this stuff, I think. Manta mm-hmm. gets his suit. I think it's cool um, that they gave him a gun, but he, like, yeah engineered it to be the helmet. You know, because yeah. he still wanted his blades, right? Yeah, and we see the like the actual classic Black Manta helmet, the like silver one, the one that blew he's up. Like I'm an, I'm gonna need a bigger helmet. <laughs> yeah, and they they gave him like the big old fucking football yeah, helmet. Which is funny because he's always like one of his jokes is like he's got this goofy helmet. So mm-hmm. him being like I need a bigger helmet. I think it's I think it's cool of them to just be like yes we know yeah that there are some jokes about these characters. Um, anyway, so then we go to the Kingdom of the Deserters. Yeah. Uh, the way that they find that is very Indiana Jones to me. I don't know if you felt that way, but um, well, that was, that's how I felt. They're looking at the compass thing, and then they just fall through the sand. And <clears throat> well, no, but the whole like sand slide or whatever, and then like they're in these ruins okay. and yeah. the booby traps. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Were there booby traps? Um, well, it's just it like comes out over this cliff, and you have to like know how to. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's not. I felt like it was very Indiana Jones. Okay. Okay. There. there um, I mean, there was no hat. You know, he wasn't wearing the hat. No. He wasn't wearing the hat, <laughs> and uh, I thought it was kind of like it didn't make sense to me that a single drop of sweat was enough to activate that thing. Because like you see yeah. the you see the water like filling all the lines, and I'm thinking you're gonna need more water than that one drop. You know? Yeah, there's magic though. I guess. Yeah, but I think it's it's cool to have that like mechanism kind of sh- tell the story. I didn't like the pee joke. It's another one of the jokes where I was like, okay, whatever, like. Well, I, I appreciated it because when they were talking about getting it wet, I was thinking, why doesn't he just pee on it? So they, they addressed my thought, which was... Yeah, he's not wrong. I'll yeah. give you that. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. And then she breaks um, the fucking thing. <laughs> and he's yeah. not he's not happy about it. No, which it was just you know, and I I mean, once again, I think the whole like something something trident is still like it's a little ham fisted humor, mm-hmm. but I mean overall, I think they they do a good job together. Not 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 everybody likes Amber Heard anymore because of the whole stuff with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, but I mean, putting all that aside, I think overall she's a good mirror. I think I think the chemistry's fine. I don't think the dialogue is ex- is extraordinary. You know. No. Um. Not 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 at whatever. this point in the movie, you know. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but then we uh, let me see here. I'm trying to think because all my notes are on my this, phone now. Sorry. This is this is where his notes stop. Yeah, I have on my phone. I, I didn't didn't copy them over. So they go to Italy. Um, another weird song. I don't even know what it was, but I remember being like, "This songs are so weird." Mm-hmm. Um, this is when I realized, dude, her hair is too red. <laughs> like it's not even. It's extre- like in Justice League. In Justice League, it was like, all right, she has red hair, but this is like she looks like Ariel from The Little Mermaid, which I think is right. the point. Yeah, no, but it's, it's like, damn. So, in in Justice League, she was a a redhead, like she had red hair, mm-hmm. but in this movie, she has like dyed red, like it's like primary red. Yeah, primary <laughs> color red hair. Um, yeah. So that's definitely a shift. And yeah, it's one of the reasons why this movie took it took me a while to get into it. Probably yeah, costumes, red hair, the fish <laughs> people. Um, but we're in Sicily now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I like all this. I like the ancient Roman history when he goes to statues. But there's one thing, like, and I think her like eating the rose and stuff, being like, oh, this is the surface world. That's kind of charming. But I also wondered, why did that little girl give her a book of Pinocchio? You remember that? Yeah. She just I like do. is like here. I'm like, where did? Why? Take, take this <laughs> book. I want you to have. This is my favorite book, and I want you to have it. Uh, I have no I idea. Know. I have That's no weird. idea. But I, I um, do. I do know that uh, you were saying that the kingdom of the deserters, uh, or deserters. It's deserters. Desert. Deserters. Deserters. You're kingdom right. of the deserters. Uh, Felt very Indiana Jones. This felt very like National Treasure, where he's like, "Oh yeah, we <laughs> just need Nick Cage. Yeah, we need Nick Cage to show up somewhere, <laughs> right? Because he's like, oh, That's uh, so true. the the one true king. Well, he wasn't a king, and he wasn't. A, it just felt very, you yeah, know, it's Romulus, yeah. which is yeah. That's I mean, it's definitely like a, a um, what's it called, MacGuffin movie. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so. Do you like? I know we're we always take too long on these movies. We're like at an hour and ten minutes. It's fine. Um, yeah. Do you like the fishermen, the like crazy weird people? Uh, the fish, the f- fishman people. The, f- the fishermen. <laughs> that was the king. That was like, I'm not gonna be mean to the the land dwellers. I'm gonna be nice to them. And then Orm was like, Well, was fuck like, you. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he just killed him. I, I mean, we didn't get enough of them. There was n- like nothing to them. Yeah. So That's I don't true. I don't have an opinion. I feel like we got more from the the trench people <laughs> than we did from them. I like the trench. I think the yeah. trench is super well done, which makes sense because it's horror based and James right. Wan is uh, are we is, is horror based. Are we there yet? Are we in the Um basically, but I do want to have yeah. one little I want to thought something. Do you like the Black Manta attack sequence? I loved it. it yeah, it was good. Um I love that in the sense that once again we get these really cool tracking shots of like 
simultaneous action. I think that's mm-hmm. really well done where we have Mira running across these buildings and you f- zoom out and you have Black Manta and Aquaman. Yeah, the, um, the, the tracking fighting. shots are really well done. Uh, on a scene I by think scene, he looks great. On a scene-by-scene basis, I think that James Wan did a good job. But, I, I mean, again, I don't know much about Aquaman, but I didn't think that Black Manta was going to take a backseat in this movie. Like, I thought he was going to be the main antagonist, I guess, mm-hmm. just, like, knowing nothing. But it's really not that. It's, like, he sort of, like, spurs on the first conflict, and then, like, he attacks him one time, and then he he's done. He's gone, right? Um, yeah. So. Which he's, he's definitely set up for, excuse me, for Aquaman 2, because yeah. of the post-credit scene. So yeah. I think we get a little taste. I think it's... I think it's cool, you know, like, I like the sequence um, mm-hmm. overall, I do. Um, I don't love how he's taken out, just kind of, he looks, he's kind of just like, you know, he's sort of kind of made up full of, but yeah. I think his fall down the mountain is brutal, like, I think it's all well done, if you will. Right. Um, but overall, I think it's, I think it's cool, you know, like, um, there's one thing that I did notice, and I was like, that's kind of weird, I think he stabs Aquaman with the Black Manta knife. Yeah. And I was like, that's not Atlantean. Right. It's just a knife. It's just a knife, but he, he definitely stabbed him. He, so, but he definitely stabbed So that's, so what's whatever. That I mean, that's about? just being, this is us being, the whole film is ruined. Unless, that took me out of it. Well, unless <laughs> ruined the movie. there's an origin to the knife that we'll see in, in Aquaman 2. Maybe. Um, but overall, I think that's, that's a cool scene. I just, I, I think as far as like a filmmaking technical standpoint, I think mm-hmm. it's really cool how, how they did that. Uh, but then, we, yes, we are in the trench. He wakes up looking all like Cal Drogo and stuff with his man bun and his yeah. seaweed wraps on the yeah. boat. And, um, and and the trench, it felt like a James Wan movie, right? Like, it was, yeah, I think that's it was really dark and well done. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's it's obvious that that's kind of his like his his strong strong suits, you know, with horror. Um, I I don't know if it's if it's feasible that a flare would work underwater. Is that a thing? Do those is that true? I literally have never thought of that, but I wouldn't think so. Because he's using the flare in the ocean. To like, you're right. You're so right. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't think so because it's fire, right? Right. <laughs> but it, they're also made for boats, so maybe they can get wet. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, but that's like really this wet. Is where, yeah, this is wet as, this is wet as you could possibly it's, be. It's, you're literally submerged. Yes. That is a moist flare. Yeah. It's a moist um, affair with a very moist flare. <laughs> that's that's the name of this of this episode. A moist affair with a very moist flare. <laughs> Boom. Um, but no, I I think I think the uh I think the, the, the trench is is a really cool scene, cool sequence. Um mm-hmm. and then we just lean into the weird man. We go to this blue vortex of lightning, yeah. The lost. Which, how kingdom. did they find? Because um, she pointed. And what is it? She she pointed what at it? it. She said there. I thought it was. Well, no, I know. <laughs> I'm being. I know that. I'm fucking with you. So oh, I, it, I see. It didn't make any sense to me that okay. So let's go back to the the deserters. Uh, they, mm. they they listen to the message. He says like find the bottle. Only the king can see the bearing. That's all they had, right? So how did they know to yeah. go down? How do they know to go through that cliff? Like, like, where was that intel coming yeah, from? That that 
that's what I'm saying. Like, how did yeah. they find it? They don't really have, they just say, okay, go this direction. Yeah. Which maybe it's known that like, okay, the trench will force them down. Like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Right. Um, it's just sound like by, by hap, like happenstance, but based on the fact that they, that Atlantis sacrificed Atlanta mm-hmm. to the trench, I don't know. So I know, I guess they didn't know either because she found it to survive. Mm-hmm. So I guess it sounds like Atlantis doesn't know that that's in the trench. They just know that that's where the trench is. Uh, that makes sense? It does make sense. And the kingdom is lost. And keep in mind that only Atlan could, like, get past them at that point, right? Yeah, only only Atlan can get back. Right. Well, no, I... No, I you mean get, get past the, the trench? The trench people. Because, yeah. Because he, since he had the trident, he could, like, control <clears throat> them, right? He could just kind of, like, go in there and not be attacked, yeah. Yeah. But also, only he could get back because... Queen Atlanta says, uh, "Only the only the true king can pass like back through the portal." Because she says, mm-hmm. "I can't get through the portal." But they didn't um, really go through a portal. They <laughs> they came up through the through sea weird, floor on the back um, of a giant leviathan. That's right? true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but the Lost Kingdom is is it's fine. Like at this point, we're just like, all right, let's just let's just get into weird stuff because they have like floating islands and stuff and dinosaurs. Yeah, so I was like, were, all right, there were raptors cool. and, and and velociraptor. I don't know, but like pterodactyls flying. <laughs> yeah, w- is everyone there dead too? Like I thought there were seven kingdoms, and only one of the kingdoms had like fully died, and it was the deserters. But there's no yeah. one in the lost kingdom. Like not a yeah, not a soul other than the queen. They're in Atlanta, remember? Oh, oh <laughs> shit! You're right. <laughs> We are part of the of the lost Holy kingdom. Holy shit! Of we're the lost kingdom. <laughs> it's us. It's us. I, I like it now. I'm a I'm a fan. <clears throat> That's funny. But yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I wish they would have explained the lost kingdom a little bit more because, like, I have a note right here that says what happened to physics, and like yeah. gravity, because right. there's floating islands. It's like it's like the the, the planet from Avatar. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do Whatever. know. I, I don't <laughs> have a I, I don't have a solution to this issue. At this point, you you suspended but, disbelief and you're just having fun. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like whatever. Let's just dive in. Yeah. Um, get it because it's the ocean. Haha. Um, man, I just then, pause. <laughs> okay, what? I made that joke seventy six minutes ago, and you didn't. Did even, I really? Did you really? <laughs> you didn't even hear me. Hold on, wait. This is a side note. I know that we're going way over, but I have to also apologize because last episode you made a joke that I steamrolled through, Ugh. and it was the "We live in a society" Joker meme. When Jared Leto's Joker says "We live in," a, I didn't know the meme. I promise you, I didn't know the meme. And you're the you're the DC guy, right? You you know everything about yes. About, but I, and, I'm, not a, I'm not like a Twitter guy. Not not only that, but Batman's your favorite your favorite character, right? He is my favorite. Well, character. And not only that, but the Joker is your favorite villain. Would you say that's accurate? He's up there, yeah. And you didn't. I mean, know. by by default, because I love Batman. Yes. And, and you didn't know that we live in a society meme. But I'm not like a like I'm not like a meme Twitter person. I don't like social media that much. So you know I'm what? sorry. You just need to <laughs> you just need to stay in more. You know. <laughs> that's that's what you need to do. Just stop going out. All until right, you I'll work know. on that. Okay, so 
So anyway, so uh, he has this exchange with uh, the Leviathan, who's named like yeah, Karathan. Well, hold on, sorry. Did you like his reunion with his mom? I think it was nice. Was yeah, thumbs yeah, up. Cool. Yeah, good for them. At this All point, right. I'm in. I'm I'm in. Yeah. So. Yeah, cool. it was nice. Anyway, I mean, like, and I, I like the, the the little exchange of he's like, I'm afraid, and she's like, good. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. So let's go talk to Julie Andrews. Yeah, I cannot get over the fact that it's Julie Andrews who plays this giant ass monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do like that he his his power that became such a joke to people of like he can talk to fish is the reason he can get is the reason he's worthy. You know what I mean? Where yeah. he tries once to like attack the the Karathan or whatever and he's she's just like flick Boop. you're just a pest. Yeah. And then he's like he's like I'm nobody. He's like stop, you know, and she's like oh my god, you can talk to me. Just no one's I haven't had anyone to talk to for like thousands of years and you're the first <laughs> person that's come in here that's even asked me how I'm doing. That's, <laughs> that's basically what happens, right? She's like, no one ever asks yeah, me. Much. No one ever asks me how my day is going, and you did. And then she's like, and then she's like, I'm hungry. So yeah. if you fail, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think it's I, I I think it's cool. I think it's a cool sequence. Um, I really like that. I was worried that they weren't gonna lean into like give him his his orange and green mm-hmm. costume, mm-hmm. but they did it, man. I think it looks great. It might not look great to everybody. I think it looks great. I like that it's like the true king's armor. Yeah. Um, I like it. I think it looks cool. See, I'm at a this fan. point. I was like, I, you know, I, I think, I, it's his costume. That's Aquaman's costume. So you can't have him not wearing that. But in yeah. my opinion, King Narius or whatever the the king of Zebel, like mm-hmm. his armor feels like more of like a Atlantean king armor than this like scale suit. But I get it because that's Aquaman's suit, so it's I, definitely Aquaman's suit. Yeah, so we can move on. <clears throat> um, I just I just wanted so to I, say that. Yeah, um, but then we we uh, go back to the the battle like they're invading the Brine Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Orm has his full like Ocean Master helmet on from the comics. Mm-hmm. I think it looks cool. Like I think I think those final suits look pretty good. <clears throat> um, we have a big put, ass I've, battle, which must have yeah, been huge battle. So much work for the the yeah, CGI Orm department. Screams again, Orm yeah. yells again, which is ridiculous. But I wrote, I mean, this is like a Star Wars Lord of the Rings battle, but underwater with giant sea creatures, and it's yeah. ridiculous as it as it should be. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's massive. If you look at the 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 scope of this battle and like what all is yeah. going on, uh, it's it's a big big task, and I think they did a good job. I do. Yeah, um, I I would like have I, I wouldn't have liked to see like a bit more of like how the Brine people, the Brine Kingdom became that. But that's just with with all of them. Um, well, again, the be- there's the a beast, lot of cool. The beast races got thrown to the side, right? We see the human, the human underwater <laughs> people plenty, and then the, yeah. beast, the beast people. It's like, oh yeah, by the way. We got crabs and, and <laughs> BT dubs. We got some fish people, some crab people, and some monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it's cool, you know. The Karathan shows up, mm-hmm. and he's riding, you know, the giant monster. So I think you know it's cool. Like he uses like the actual ocean uh, creatures. Like this, he turns their sharks on him and stuff. And then it's like the entire ocean versus Orm. And Orm's like, oh, yeah. shit, oh, shit. 
Yeah, and it, and it's cool how like other people like that young girl who's like her her dad was the fisherman king and now she's the queen or whatever and she mm-hmm. has the fight. She's like she's like wait he he uh he controls the 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 trench and she's like this you know we shouldn't f- he's the king. Mm-hmm. So I think that stuff's cool where like Mira's telling like King Darius like he he wields his trident and then he's like then he's your king. Um yeah. So then we get to the final, like full circle, the final Ocean Man. I mean, Ocean Man got Ocean Master versus Aquaman fight. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what are your thoughts, Zach? I mean, it, it, it's a good fight. Uh, uh, Orm, I feel like Orm knew he was defeated, like as that fight was beginning, because like yeah, because he's like he's got the trident. He's the true Ocean right. Master, if you will. But there was all this <clears throat> hatred in his heart. Until Mama shows up. Until Mama shows up. I will say that in this fight, like, I even like how Jason uh, Momoa, is that how you say his last name? Mm -hmm. Aquaman. His fighting stance is even, like, island influence. Like, that's cool. Um, I will say, I will say, I don't know if you you feel this way. He does the the spinning move that, that, like, Volko did or whatever. Yeah, it's a lot more elaborate. It's very different. Yeah, well, when when he's moving a lot more and stuff, but his hands like don't even remotely line up to where the trident is. Did you notice that? Well, I don't think he's holding the trident. I think he's just like spinning his hands, and the, and the trident is like in the water spin. Okay, okay, because so. I saw that and I was like, that looks a little weird. Maybe, yeah. But but maybe you're right. Maybe it's just like more of like an energy thing. Right. Um. But it's cool. It all comes full full circle. At this point, I think I'm like you. I was like, I was just having a good time. This movie, like, I was like, I stopped trying to force it to be like some deep philosophical art piece mm-hmm. and it was like all right it's giant, giant fish is cool let's blow yeah. some shit up underwater yeah um but then volko gets the gets the the last laugh saying like make sure he has a view he you know he's sassy sassy willem dafoe <laughs> um but then we see maybe there's still good in orm you know his, his mom is maybe. back and he's like he's not dead and Aquaman even says like when you're ready let's talk. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, because um, the whole the whole reason he hated his brother was because he thought his brother was the reason that his mom was dead. Now his mom's not dead, yeah. so maybe there can be some some healing going on. Some healing, man. And then we get the final, you know, oh, by the way, also Mir and Aquaman kiss, they're in love now. That's what that happened a while fine. ago. That's, that's just the story. We know, whatever. Yeah. We, we all saw it coming. Um but then we get the the epilogue dialogue of um i am the protector of the deep no he's like i'm a a son of the land and a king of the seas i am aquaman mm-hmm. and the final pose he's like with the trident a little <laughs> little cheesy but you know it, yeah you know, aquaman is is cheesy in my opinion and that's okay yeah you it's know? okay they and, leaned into it yeah you gotta, le- you have to lean into this movie, and and, yes. the, and that's exactly what they did. So yeah, and I mean, like, if you read any reviews, even the ones that are positive are like, this movie is ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So what are your, what's your final thought? Give us one final thought on on, on Aquaman. Is it good, Zach? Is I, it good? I think it's good. I don't think. But it's is the- it good? I but is it good, Zach? <laughs> I think it's good. I don't think it's the best. <laughs> Um, yeah, 
I think it'll be way better on a second watch because I know what to expect going into it. Okay. And I can just like yeah. appreciate all the ridiculous moments like as they're unfolding rather than like yeah. trying to take it seriously for the first half and then and then realizing what I'm watching, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's good. It's it's uh it's it's above Suicide Squad. It's it's above Justice League, right? Oh yeah, easy. Uh, it's it's below Wonder Woman for me for sure, mm-hmm. like one hundred percent, and it's somewhere around. No, I think it's lower for me than than Man of Steel. So yeah, how about um, how about the ultimate cut of BVS? The ultimate cut of BVS, I think it is. Be- what what did I rate the ultimate cut of BVS? You, so you said because I was gonna say, so Man of Steel is like in the fifties. On Rotten Tomatoes, like the high yeah. 50s, which I, I personally think is a little unfair. It's a little low. If One Woman 84 is a 60 and it's fresh, Man of Steel should at least be a 70. <clears throat> but Aquaman is uh, sitting at 65% fresh. Mm-hmm. And BVS is at 28 or 27. Mm-hmm. But you said the ultimate cut was probably close to a 70 or something like that for you. Well, it's way better because those holes oh, it's made, way a, better. made a big had a very big impact on the on the the, the critical yeah. reception of that film. Um I I don't Do know. Do you agree man. with 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 the score at least 65? Cuz for me that seems that seems right about right. Yeah, I I'd say that's that's pretty spot on. It's like it's, my I was saying so like my final thought was like this movie is ridiculous and yeah. it's over the top and it's fun and I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm not. I'm not like. Oh, this is incredible. I was like, all right, hell yeah. Like, let's lean in. Mm-hmm. I would say 65 is like right on the money for me. Yeah. On a scale of A to, on a scale of zero to A. <laughs> well, which is it? Is it A to? Oh, it's a scale from A to on a scale <laughs> from zero to A. So it's a scale that goes back to itself. <laughs> back to a scale. Okay. So I guess I guess the the other big question because now we have a name we have to end it with, which you already did. Yes or no, but is it good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. What, what, I would what, say so. I would say so too. Okay. I would say yes. Because it, if it's fun, it, it's ridiculous, and you have to get past that. If you're listening to this, yeah. just just expect it for the entire movie. Yeah. But yeah. At the if same I was time, forced, at the at the same time, like it it is it does have good virtues. I think that like the way that that they they use the CGI is way better than it could have been. And that could be like a yeah. you could you could put that in a film class and be like, what did they do? How did they do it? Because they're doing yeah. underwater shit. How are you gonna do hair yeah. underwater? Here's how. Yeah. You know, same thing with yeah. like the the tracking shots. I feel like those could be used great. In, in like a class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of like, how, why did this work? Because this absolutely did work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie. Yeah. If I if I was forced to 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 give a yes or no answer to is it good? I would say yes. Yeah. Now I have caveats, obviously, but it's a feel-good movie, and it's not—it doesn't take itself seriously. As do I. I mean, the first thirty minutes, I was thinking, "What? What?" <laughs> yeah, I don't love the dialogue. I think the script—the yeah. dialogue—is pretty weak. Yeah. Um, but you know what, man? Like, whatever. I think it's. Yeah. So yeah, cool. That is uh, that is Aquaman, Fish Boy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Aquaman Two. I think comes out. I think it's supposed to be like next year, late next yeah. year. I know that there. So I know, like, I saw something. 
at base, so shit's going on with Amber Heard, right? Yeah. And I saw a story recently that said that DC hasn't fired her yet. They <laughs> so, have not. So I don't know well, if that so means she, that they're thinking about did, it. I don't know. She just did some reshoots for the Snyder Cut. So she's, yeah. as far as I know, she's still Mira. Right. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs of her whole thing with Johnny Depp. I know that he dropped out of Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. 3. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but James Wan is coming back, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I, I think I think Arthur and I think uh, Jason is a great Aquaman. I think he's a great cast. I think he made him. He embodies him really well. He's become DC's had some people who have become the characters like Gal Gadot is one woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. And I think Jason is 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 definitely Aquaman. Ben Affleck is Batman. Would you agree? I, look, I genuinely think that Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck had that potential, and I don't think it's their fault that that they didn't get that way. Okay. I think Ben Affleck is a great Batman. I stand by that. Do you think he's he, a better Bruce? Do you think he's ever I gonna think, top the the? I mean, we've both talked about this. No one's ever gonna beat George Clooney. Oh, he's the best. Right. End of story. <laughs> We, we, this is a dangerous this is a dangerous rabbit hole that, that that we're going down because we'll have to do a podcast of ranking all the best Batman. I think yeah. Ben Affleck's great. I think Henry Cavill's great. Um I th- I've said this before. I said this during the BBS two-parter. Mm-hmm. The casting has never been their problem. With the exception of maybe Lex Luthor. Yeah. Casting has never been the DC EU's problem. And I stand by that. Um but yeah, so that's um also this is random. I'm really excited to see the center cut because Volko, they, they have very different looks. He looks a lot different. Mm-hmm. Less, that's a different, sorry, that's a different tangent. But I'll be curious, I'll be really interested to revisit all these films after the Snyder Cut comes out. Is Volko going to be in the Snyder Cut? He's, he's in the Snyder Cut, yeah. Hmm. I'm excited. Which makes, that, which makes that scene even more interesting because, I don't know. Well, well no, because he knew Volko growing up. Because yeah. I was, I was going to say the whole thing about he's never been to Atlantis, but he has. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it'll be interesting to do like a DC like like re, recoup, like refresh or whatever once we see the Snyder Cut. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's I think that's all I got for Aquaman. You got anything else to add to um, Aquaman? Nope. Cool. Well, all right. So cool. we have um, <laughs> we have we have Shazam, which I really like. Shazam. I have yeah. uh, we. we we have that it's another, uh, coming up next. Another one in the ridiculous family of films, but I think they do it very yeah, well. Yeah, but it's yeah, it, I I quite like like Shazam. All right, cool. Um, yeah, all right. Well, then that's I think that's all we got for this this week on. But is it good? And uh, and uh, as always, yeah. we hope you stay beautiful and stay healthy, <laughs> and we will see you next week. Go Braves. Go Braves. <laughs> all right. Bye. Hey everyone, do you think we're stupid and dumb and stupid and gross? Or, or maybe you think we're funny and smart and intuitive and handsome. Well, you know how we've been talking about how we were going to create an email address and possibly a Twitter account? We did it. We flipping did it. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at biigpodcast. It's the same. That's so convenient. Isn't that, I mean... 
Did we think of that? Or is that just an accident? It's just, I think it was a happy accident. There it is. You know? But yeah, if you want to reach out, you can uh, suggest some movies that we should review. If you have a franchise or a filmography or just a, a movie, you can send that to us or you can send us funny stories about your cats or just you can send us food. You could send us food if you're a sponsor and you want us to plug your product. If you want us to talk about your food and how good it is, we can do that. If you, you want to talk about how good your products are. The last night I had some generic brand rice and it was <laughs> absolutely Trail mix. to die for. <laughs> Did you know that generic brand rice <laughs> has 10 calories? See, this, this could be your product. If you have anything that you'd like to say to us, please reach out. If you want to uh, subscribe, well, actually, please subscribe. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. If you want to leave a review, um, please do. If if it's good, if it's bad, just we can't handle negative comments, so leave it. just keep it to yourself. And be sure to tell everyone you know about this podcast. Uh, when you're at Thanksgiving dinner and, you know, the family's talking about politics, you know, and you don't want to get into it, just counter by saying, hey, guys. There's a new podcast out. There's this super wholesome podcast <laughs> about these two guys who review movies and answer... Yes. The crucial question, but is it good? But is it good? And if you reach out to us, we might just read it on the podcast. We might just say hello. Yeah, we might give shout outs. Shout outs. Oh, shout outs are dope. Shout outs are dope. I want a shout out. I'm going to email myself. Shout out to Hunter, <laughs> our you. first emailer. This could be you guys. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be looking forward to hearing from you.